0: On tonight's episode, I can officially say we have seen something worse than Christmas with the Cranks. Hello and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all sorts of media and analyzes and dissects it, whether it be movies, television, music, and if we feel fancy, literature. I am your host, John, and always joining me is my lovely wife, April. April, how are you?
1: Um, I'm glad to be back with you guys. I'm so glad. This talk show that we're doing. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I that's
1: always that, feel like I always feel like you have your talk show voice on whenever what, well, you introduce me.
0: Well, you know the thing is though, I, I was about to say, wait, we <coughs> we were gone for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, of course, it is December twenty sixth. This
1: movie, I don't know if it's worse than Christmas with the Cranes. Oh no,
0: this movie's bad it is was horrible
1: but it's hilarious no. because it's so bad
0: no i did not enjoy it but
1: christmas with the cranks is so much better than this movie like christmas with the cranks is but terrible. i actually like christmas with the cranks so i got nothing i got nothing
0: i'm shaking my head at you i know uh, but of course this is the week of christmas and we hope um everyone has a happy holiday merry christmas um the whole thing we hope you all have a great time with family or if you're doing your own little tradition safe travel obviously and um we just want i just want to go ahead and put that out there before we get right into this black abyss of non-good acting
1: it's like christmas on a road trip a very bad road trip with hitchhiking (laughs)
0: And and elves and and Santa 5Ks and
1: God and weird bed and breakfasts. Ugh, themed bed and breakfasts. Should that be a thing or not? No. (laughs) (laughs) So we watched
0: 1998. Oh, that just made me feel old. Cause I, I hate to admit, I own this movie on tape, like on VHS.
1: I hate to admit that I had a Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster hanging in my room during this time.
0: Ugh. So we watched 1998's I'll Be Home from Christmas, directed by Arlene Sanford, starring Jonathan J. Taylor Thomas, a somehow escaped out of her contract with Seventh Heaven, Jessica Beale, Adam LaVagorna, La- Sean O'Brien, and the great Gary Cole. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think Gary Cole put this on his resume anymore. Ooh. <laughs>
1: Was that a a yawn of agreement? What was that? I have no idea what that was. Let's just continue.
0: Well, you did take a nice little nap today in your defense. But anyway.
1: That was halfway aimed towards you and halfway a yawn. So I think it started as a yawn and then I just put it in there as if it should always have been... Ugh, don't ask I, don't I, I just woke up from a nap people let's
0: so so basically this movie follows a college student who must make it all the way from la to new york in time for christmas dinner to win another to win again buying my son's love with a the porsche not, no, any not car, just any car, a Porsche, Porsche. That they hand-built from whatever.
1: I think it's like a 1967 Porsche. I don't
0: even know, and I don't even care. It's like care. a retro,
1: not retro, it's like a vintage, beautiful, convertible I mean, red it's a, Porsche. It's,
0: it's a beautiful
1: car. Yeah. I just did not want this little... Hmm. You
0: know, it's the one time I wish I can cuss on this shit, though.
1: Anywho, he doesn't want to go home for the holidays because he has his dad just remarried um, a lady. And it's not that she's a mean lady. It's just that his mom passed 10 years ago. Um, I'm sorry, 10 months ago.
0: And he got remarried and everything.
1: And he's remarried already. And he just thought that was kind of fast and too much. Um, And he's just kind of dreading going home for the holidays. Can we
0: talk about the annoying opening credits? And well, I found them annoying, and I think you know why I found them
1: annoying. Oh, with the little Santa hat hopping around. I think
0: credits doing that is one of the most annoying things in the whole world. It's opening
1: a, credits are annoying in general. No,
0: I wouldn't say they're annoying in general. I just find that type of opening credits. Opening
1: credits without a scene are kind of it's kind of annoying. Like this didn't have a scene. It had like a map and like a little Santa hat with, skipping around. Um,
0: I'll be home for... Was it I'll be home for Christmas playing in the
1: background? Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> Dude, I zoned
0: out. As soon as I saw that little thing, I was like, oh, gosh, here we go.
1: There's We have heard so much Christmas music this year because we've been watching all these Christmas movies. Yeah. We have done Christmas events with family, Christmas events with friends, Christmas events with each other. <laughs> uh, We've got christmas music playing at bars at work at you know like restaurants i'm i'm a little christmas today we're listening to christmas music at the car as if we haven't had enough
0: doing last minute shopping
1: (laughs) i just don't understand it i don't
0: understand christmas music in general or
1: (coughs) i don't understand why we keep doing this to ourselves i mean it's a one
0: time of the year thing that's socially acceptable to play it but think about the people that play it all year round
1: yeah. Ugh. Honestly, I have to admit I'm one of those Christmas in July people who listens to Christmas music in July every year. You play And I watch The Grinch in July every year because you play that, I miss him.
0: And you play that annoying song from The Grinch. Where
1: are you? It's like, called uh, Faith Hill.
0: Okay, that makes it even I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I find her annoying.
1: Faith Hill <laughs> is amazing and awesome and beautiful. So. And she is married to Tim McGraw, and I. Guess and they're about
0: to do a television series together where they play husband and wife.
1: I would love to watch that. No,
0: you wouldn't, and I'll tell you why. Why? It's a prequel to Yellowstone, set in 1886. But
1: I've never seen called
0: Yellow- 1886.
1: It's set in 1886. Yes. You mean 1986? No. What? Why would they set it in 1886?
0: That's like. Cause it's like. Going out west and all that mess.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, that sounds awful. That
0: sounds awful to you, but I'm sure... Why there's couldn't
1: some... they just set it up I'm like Reba sure but Yellow... with
0: Tim McGraw? I'm sure there's some Yellowstone fans that are like, oh boy, I
1: can't wait! No wonder I have I song. have
0: never seen an episode of that show, so I do apologize, but... Although you do
1: have some family that's pretty obsessed with it. Yeah, and that's
0: fine. Like, if you like it, that's fine. I just never had a chance to watch it. I mean, I'm obsessed with Mad Men.
1: I'm not sure if... We would like that if it's set during that time period.
0: Oh, wait. The Yellowstone's not set during that time period. 1886
1: is. Oh. Yeah. We're getting off topic. Yeah, sorry. Let's bring it back in. So
0: so we meet Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who's pretty much like, I don't know if it's a college. You said it's a college. I don't know if it's a it college. It is a
1: college. I don't
0: know if it's a college or a private boarding school.
1: It's a college because his dad says, like, I let you go to college out in California. Yeah,
0: but it's not like...
1: But it's in L.A.,
0: i'm never i would like to know what university they don't even like give it like a phoenix university name you know like it's just some weird school
1: i mean it looked, it looked pretty nice to me so i mean it looked nice seventy and sunny pretty much every day i would take it
0: yeah we, we he like goes to this locker and there's like this little nerd kid who feels like an underling and he's like shouting out the combination to let him go and then he's like hey hey kid got my mail oh you got my mail you got the t- test answers
1: he's like van wilder that nobody likes
0: oh wait i got the did you get my dave matthews passes oh man oh man
1: were you a dave matthews fan uh no i like one song from dave estes band um and it was on that mr I... deeds movie Yeah, okay. where are you going you know that song no i do not <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is how
1: I'm showing a literal zero. Oh my gosh. And
0: that is how much Dave Matthews I have listened to in my life.
1: Oh gosh. Zero. It's only that one song that I liked. It It was from, you know, Mr. Deeds, like at the end. Wait, was that
0: Crash? I think I know what song you're
1: talking about. No. It's either in
0: Mr. Deeds or in Waterboy. There's one Dave Matthews song. It's like Crash
1: and It's not that. It's not that.
0: Uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. All right. But um, so anyway, yeah. So basically, he gets like these tickets and everything, and he's trying. He go. He's dating Jessica Biel, who's like he's trying to give her like the home at Christmas or whatever from away from home, and he like has like this little nerd kid do fake snow and everything. And apparently he had, like, a te- he had, like, a airline ticket from his dad to go to New York. And apparently, conveniently, they're both from New York. And even the bully that's worse- And they live
1: right around the corner oh, from no. each other. Yeah, I
0: know. Oh, here's the thing. We haven't even gotten to this yet. And conveniently, the bully of this movie, the antagonist, is also from New York. It's like they didn't even try.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So basically, Jonathan Taylor Thomas changes his ticket from New York to what was it? Um, Cabo San Lucas, which yeah. I have never heard of in my life. Cabo. Is it Cabo?
1: I, I think that's in Mexico.
0: Yeah, or... I, um, it's it's actually in California, in the oh, in the Mexican state of Baja California. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and Jessica Biel apparently gets really mad at him because she's like, I want to go home and be with my family and everything. And I get that, but... Do you think she was, like, the anger that she gave him was, like, totally right for this?
1: (coughs) I think that she was just a little spoiled and was used to getting her way. But... um. For the sake of this argument, yeah, I mean, she was just kind of like, um, "Like I want to go see my family. Okay. I want to be cold. Eh. So
0: if I got you a plane ticket for you and me to go to Cabo San Luis. I would be
1: like, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I am not most people, because I feel like most people do want to go home for the holidays and be like, let's do our traditional whatever. Yeah. But my family is not very traditional, so... I just feel like, like, we don't all get together for the right, holidays. Right. Um, the sub-families do, you know, like, my brother and his family get together, my sister and her family get together. Right. And, but we don't all gang up at grandma's house and put the tree together and this, that, and the other. Like, that's not a thing, you know? And
0: that's fine. And, um, yeah, so, but, you know, I, I I just feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like if I got us tickets to Cabo San Lucas, we'd be like, bye. I would be like on Cloud
1: Nine. I'd be like bye. I, I wouldn't even do like Christmas with the Cranks where I like hide from people and well, he didn't hide try from- to try to like abandon Christmas altogether. I would just be like, It's none of your business.
0: Well, I would have been like, Well, listen, we're going to Cabo San Lucas, so we're not doing we're not doing Christmas with y'all this year. That's what I would tell my family. But my family's a little you know like they like spending time with family on on the holidays but that's a whole another subject for another time so they bas- only live once yeah so basically he's like a little cell salesman he like sells like jonathan taylor thomas like sells like test answers and everything
1: to he calls himself a tutor he ain't no tutor and all he does is hook up the nerds with the answers, with the jocks, without the answers. To keep their
0: scholarships keep or whatever. To keep their
1: scholarships. But the it uh, it fails on them because the bully and the antagonist of the story goes back to bite him in the butt.
0: Yeah, because he wants to be with Jessica <laughs> Biel and he makes it very known. He basically
1: like catches the nerd and they don't get the answers. The jocks don't get the answers for their test. So they see him at a party later on that night before they're supposed to leave to go to Cabo or oh, go wait, home wait. We to forgot, New
0: York. We forgot one important part before we what? got there. We forgot about the phone call that John the Taylor Thomas has with his dad where his dad finds out and, and everything. And he basically he's like, listen, come home for Christmas. If you're here on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve by 6 o'clock, I'll give you the Porsche. And that was before the party.
1: Oh, I thought that that happened in the desert
0: no 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 no
1: okay cool cool. Yeah, so, so yeah so he has that conversation you know, then... It goes,
0: well it goes back to what i was saying last week like with jingle all the way i'm buying my kids love to spend time with us
1: well that's what christmas is all about i mean you see movie after movie after movie about it being about the present so why not it's about the tree and the presence the, and the, the lights. Com-
0: the commercialism when it's yeah. so much more than that. And
1: obviously. I just want to—I just want to clarify. I am being sarcastic. There, people. It's not yeah. what it's all about. But yeah. I feel like that's what it's turning well, into. The, 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 and well, even... honestly, like it's what I look forward. To. I mean, it—it yeah. it is a. I—I I don't even want to get in the argument on air. We know what it's all about. Listen,
0: I mean, even the dad knows it's wrong. And even the new mom, like, after they get off the phone with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he and he's like, I hate I have to blackmail my own kid to come see us. Like, you know, I mean, it's it just feels
1: wrong watching it. It's just like, like, I think that that it, guy Gary Cole has so much money. Yeah. And everything that he ever wanted, and he just wants to see his freaking kid. It was really—he's the kind of guy who'd do. he will give him a Porsche to do it.
0: I'm not gonna lie; it was really good to see Gary Cole in this movie. That was like the one thing it helping, was helping me get through. Because the whole entire time, I'm just just thinking <laughs> after, there are so many other great things that Gary Cole has been in that I would totally watch. He was in Talladega Nights. He was in that movie Cry Wolf. Pineapple Express. He was in the Batman animated movie Under the Red Hood, which I recommend that one personally. <coughs> he's been in, he's been on many other assorted TV shows. He was a lawyer on SVU, on I think Regular and Criminal Intent of Law and Order. Like he, it's just nice to see Gary Cole in this movie. It was like the one thing to help me get through this thing because this was, it's like I, I'm. Not... He was
1: in there for like two seconds.
0: I would rather see Gary Cole for two seconds than see Jonathan Taylor Thomas for over an hour and 26 minutes.
1: Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor Thomas for a minute.
0: I hated Jonathan Taylor Thomas in this whole movie. I had the biggest (laughs) crush
1: on him whenever I was 10 years old. And so I haven't seen this movie since I was 10 years old, probably. And I just want to say that I don't know why I had such a crush on him. He's he's not that cute. Um, Not cute enough to, like, plaster all over your wall as a kid or whatnot. But I had this huge, like... JTT poster of him in like a jean jacket or something like like just hanging out. I don't yeah. know. I was obsessed with him on like Tim the Toolman Taylor Home Improvement TV show and I think that he did like some songs or something out there. I don't know.
0: I mean, he he's been in a whole bunch of things over the years. Like he was in an episode of Smallville, he was on The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, he's in like uh, a little bit of everything. Last
0: he recently came back and guest starred on episodes of Last Man Standing before it went off the air on Tim Allen's show. Yeah. So, you know.
1: I mean, I mean and like nothing against JTT there, but I'm just saying. I don't think he should. He is like ridiculously shorter than Jessica Biel in this movie. You want to? You, you and yeah, Jessica Biel pretty tall and like, you know, beautiful and everything, but. Whoa, that was funny. I was just like, I can't take this kid seriously. Like, he's a kid. You want me to put some age on Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah. I got his age. I want to know what he looks like now. How old is he? 40. No. Mm-hmm. All right, now I really do feel old. <laughs> oh, my Lord.
0: Oh, he gained some weight. Oh, I thought that
1: was a beard double chin thing he had going on, but it's a mask. <laughs> Is that a vape in his mouth? <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Yeah, look at him and the older brother from Home Improvement.
1: Okay, he doesn't look too bad there.
0: He looks pretty bad, yo.
1: I mean, in that one hoodie photo, but you can tell that's just like... I don't know. Uh, what's it called? Paparazzi? Is that what it's called? what's the no it's not paparazzi paparazzi. it's like photoshopped no like the people who's like camera stalker paparazzi is it paparazzi it's paparazzi okay well anyway it looks like freaking bad journalism but anyway
0: anyway so basically yeah we go to the party and the jocks and like the main antagonist
1: super glue
0: a beard and santa hat and put them in a santa suit and leave them in the desert
1: in boots And I mean, he wakes up to like a buzzard squawking at him and he's like, I'm not dead yet.
0: Dude, he had jokes in this movie that did not hit anywhere. (laughs) Like as soon as he made that, as soon as he made that joke, I was like, oh, we are in for a show, aren't we?
1: Yeah, so this buzzard like follows him all the way through the desert and the cactus and everything to uh, this like little mom and pop side of the road hole in the wall. Um, that sells gas and like i don't know it's like a little body, basic, body shop or something and
0: basically he like tries to make a phone call to jessica biel's character and you know she she thinks he stood her up and then basically she's like okay i'll ride back with the antagonist this guy who has been like wanting me and trying to break me up and Jonathan Taylor Thomas just to be with me. Yeah, because that's a good idea.
1: I was like, come on, Jessica. You can't get your own What do they do ticket. to her? What they do they do to her on 7th Heaven? You can get your own, own plane ticket and fly home. Like, come on. What do
0: they do to her on 7th Heaven, yo? She
1: like, just needed a little excitement in her life. She's got to go with the bad boy who's dude, hitting that, on her the whole dude, way. Dude,
0: he was not a bad boy. This he Adam, was trying
1: to be a bad boy. This
0: Adam Lafagorna who you recognize from Milk Money.
1: Yeah. Which I have
0: not seen that dude, movie. Dude,
1: that movie was so crazy. I have not seen that movie, but I know what it's about. If you guys like watching outrageous movies, like how did this get made, watch Milk Money. Uh, but It's basically these little kids go take their milk money to the city from like a little quaint suburbs town that they live in from a very sheltered life. Um, and they end up hiring on accident, a prostitute, and they bring her back home to their little town. And the dad ends up falling in love with her, not making this up at all. And then the whole town, like she like ends up wearing like the dead mom's dresses from the closet to look homey and quaint. And like school marb, like an old school marb, and then they go like get ice cream from a little ice cream parlor and stuff. It's just like ridiculous. Um, played is, by Melanie Griffith. But anyway, this has
0: been April's movie corner. <laughs> <laughs> no. I,
1: I actually, I thought that I was, was a, trying to I, remember the movie because it's been so long. It's but been
0: what like? Oh, we might do it. 80s. It's
1: been like twenty we years.
0: Might do, uh, unpopular or popular or not. How, we'll
1: how did this get made in the 80s? No, I was thinking like... I think that movie came out in the 90s, though.
0: I'll look it up later, but I think we should do like a non-mainstream 80s movies month.
1: I think we should do an 80s month and a 90s month.
0: I would totally be okay for that. Write it for us if you'd like for us to do that at podcast at gmail.com. Gotta plug in that email, baby.
1: Yeah, because we still operate on email. <laughs> I'm working
0: on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I got
1: all the Twitters.
0: Oh. <laughs> Good reference. So yeah, so basically, um I don't even know.
1: Well he ends up calling Jessica Bill and he's like, what did he say? Something, something Tumbleweed,
0: Dumbleweed? Vulture, Santa, whatever. No, he said
1: Desert Santa Vulture,
0: Vulture Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed.
1: So he, like, walks all the way... Buzzard tumbleweed. Yeah. So he's like...
0: And then he tries calling the dad, and the dad doesn't believe him.
1: So, and he's like, I'm not sending you any money. You gotta get home on your own. So then he starts hitchhiking, because he's like, man, I want this car.
0: And then, apparently, he runs into probably the only funny thing, and it's not even that funny, character in this whole movie. He runs upon Nolan, the, the van guy.
1: Oh, gosh. The elf? Yeah. That guy was hilarious. Um, <laughs> he's
0: like a really simple-minded thief, and he's like, he stole like a whole bunch of kitchen goods, and basically he's trying to go deliver those to New York.
1: When they get stopped by the cops, I was like, oh, my gosh.
0: Um, so when I saw Jonathan, well, yeah, he got stopped by this cop, and the minute that I saw this scene, I immediately thought of an Amazon show that you probably have not heard, Honey, which is like, uh, it's called Sneaky Pete, and basically it's like Giovanni Rabisi playing a con man. Wow. And um, from my understanding of this movie, basically he's like faked his own identity and go live with like people that... Were his parents, his cellmate's parents, and basically it's a whole bunch of other weird stuff. But anyway, when I saw Jonathan Taylor Thomas come back and use his, like, con man moves on this cop, because he tells this cop that, so he puts back on, like, the Santa suit, and he makes this Nolan guy wear an elf hat. yeah. And basically, you know, they're like delivering gifts to kids and the police officer. He's like, we
1: were speeding on the way to the hospital, officer. He was like, you know what? My shift's almost over. Can I just see the the look on their faces? And then they start handing out all these blenders and yeah. toaster ovens to kids. Can we talk about,
0: you cried during the scene. So they're handing out all the, these kids and this one kid's like, no, I don't want anything. I just want to go home. And be with me, mama, and me, puppy.
1: It was like so sad. I was just watching it. And he was like, my dog, Chucky Dope.
0: I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just watching it. This little Hispanic boy, I was just like,
1: oh, Disney, you. (laughs) Then they all three, the cop, the elf, and the Santa, end up on the phone with their family, like, I want to see you. I miss you.
0: (sighs) You know, we actually forgot about one more thing the grandma. Picking him up.
1: Mm. How can we forget about the grandmas?
0: It's been a couple of hours since we watched this movie, and honestly, a lot of it was forgettable. But basically, he gets picked up by these women who are Tom Tom, Tom Jones fans.
1: Yeah, they were like, we're Tom Tom girls.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> and then basically...
1: They look like they escaped a nursing home, and they basically were in the car with, like, the windows rolled up. It's burning hot. It's stuffy. He's hungover, just walked through the desert. He's like, can we crack a window? And they're like, no. And then they—I think he—what do they offer him, a pickle or something? Yeah,
0: and they throw pickle juice all over him.
1: Yeah, and, um— Ugh. Well, and he ends up, like, roughing everywhere in this lady's handbag— and they're like, nobody wraps in my sister's handbag. You're out of here. And like kick him out on the highway. That's how he ends up with the elf. <coughs> <I'm> <coughs> like the, a sketchy I'm, man in a panel van with no windows. I am
0: literally shaking
1: my head because when I saw this, I was just like
0: Cause I'm sure like I would recognize some of those actresses that played the the Tom Toms. Yeah. And I know they're way more talented than this. And I was just thinking, how much money did Disney pay you? <laughs> Uh, it was just not good.
1: Okay, and we're back. Um, you guys... What happens next is probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Um, how we get to my favorite part of the whole movie with Marjorie the Cow. Um... Basically, they're at the hospital. They just got the pay with their loved one. They're all like, oh my gosh, I want to be a better man, and I want to get back with my wife, and this, that, and the other. So, the thieving elf decides, hey, JTT, you're on your own. Um, I know you just got me out of a ticket and all that, but, and jail time, you know, for the stolen goods. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> you're on your own. I'm going to get back together with my wife. So, he takes off. And leaves JTT stranded yet again for the 50 millionth time in this movie, and he ends up hitching a ride with the cop who wants to drive three hours to Nebraska to get his wife back. And he's like, "Did you say Nebraska?"
0: (laughs) So it's so mind-numbingly boring. I mean,
1: yeah. (laughs) So apparently, the cop had like kissed somebody else very passionately with tongue. At a local bar, and that's why she moved three hours away and stopped talking to him. Um, but apparently they're still together and whatever. So he ends up going to Nebraska. She's working at this diner in the middle of nowhere called Turf and Turf. I would eat totally, <coughs> totally eat at Turf and Turf, by the well, way. Well, they had live cows just mooing around in the pasture right next to the restaurant the whole time. Yeah. And it was just a bizarre place in the middle of nowhere. And the funny part, though, is that Marjorie is, like, freaking wearing cow ears and, like, this roughly a little white apron and, like, you know, looks like a worker at Denny's, honestly. But it was just bizarre. Dude, this,
0: this, this, this costume would make a Denny's worker look like they're going to the mall compared
1: to what we Right, <laughs> right so jtt's amazing skills of you know talking people into doing whatever he wants um he's like how are we gonna go about getting this wife back um whenever he goes and gives it a shot he fails so he comes back outside and up pulls this band it's like a traveling i think it's bluegrass bluegrass band they had like a what, a violin and, like, a... Banjo. Banjo and stuff. Honestly,
0: you, you saw more of what what happens. Like, you see more of the cop in this scene than the actual band, so it was hard to, like, pinpoint, like, their instruments yeah. and everything.
1: But JTT, next thing you know, he convinces them to come walking in with the band, and the cop starts singing, Oh, Marjorie, but it's set to, like... The other lyrics of Oh, Christmas Tree. Well, it's literally like a song about his
0: wife named Marjorie.
1: He's like, oh, Marjorie. Mar- oh, Marjorie.
0: My ears are bleeding.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, like, I, I, it was crazy. You, you, you loved
0: the scene. I was just like. I like,
1: love this part of the movie. I, I love- thought it was. Marjorie was hilarious. The live band, the remix song. It was just pathetic. He's on his knees. He's begging. She ends up going back with him. They're all happy. Everybody, I love a good love story, whatever. So they end up getting back together, and he's like, all right, see you later. And then what does JTT do?
0: So basically he ends up at, like, this bus stop thing, and he sees uh, Jessica Biel and the protagonist. And keep in mind, they've been traveling back and forth this entire time, and they do show clips back and forth. And then them spending like the night at hotel rooms and separate rooms and everything. So they're like she he sees them on TV and they kiss under the mistletoe because they were egged on by like the newscaster to kiss and everything. Yeah. So he like has a bus ticket straight to New York before he saw it. And then when he sees it, he's on this bus. He does like a Kevin Spacey in The Usual Suspects and sees like all this stuff around him and like creates like this con that they have to go to this village to where they're staying at because they have a liver transplant.
1: Which is a themed
0: b and A German themed B&B. But there's one part I want to talk about because it disgusts me the most throughout this whole What? Time. The dude eating the meat on this bus
1: oh god it's like
0: it looks he's like pouring barbecue sauce on like this raw meat patty and everything i was so if you're a
1: person that takes food that's not like like real smelly food that's like real cooked food on a plane i hate you i don't care who's listening who does that it's not something you should do it's not nice (laughs) <laughs> um, it's not something you should do. Can I, I? I actually, I, I actually. I, every plane ride that I have taken in the last couple of years here has been somebody with an extremely strong-smelling food, and they're eating it on the plane. That's not okay, especially during I, COVID times.
0: I yes, but well, this was pre-COVID though, so you know it's off the fucking, the freaking window.
1: I yeah. have seen the most bizarre thing people I actually, eat on plane. I actually have... What's a, the most bizarre thing you've ever seen?
0: Uh, eating on a plane? Yeah. I actually am well, glad you asked me that. It
1: was you, wasn't it? No,
0: but I have a story.
1: <laughs> so... Do tell.
0: I was coming to see you in Chicago one time, and I think it was, like, early morning I left. Okay. I think it was the birthday trip. Okay. And I remember, like, McDonald's still serving breakfast. So we didn't board the plane till like eleven, and okay. I think it's like after ten thirty. You know, during a weekday, they stopped serving breakfast. This dude comes in with a bag of flapjacks from McDonald's. I've seen that
1: people do that all the time. No,
0: it gets worse. You could see the actual flapjack, and it was in a bag.
1: Tell me, he didn't put syrup on it. He
0: put syrup no, on he it didn't. and started eating it. From no. Big Bang. Ew. Yes.
1: It was so disgusting. And I was just thinking. Like, you do not need flapjacks that bad. Especially from McDonald's. Nobody needs flapjacks that bad. Especially from
0: McDonald's. <laughs> I can't say anything. My brother and I used to <laughs> eat those flapjacks when we went to You like, were kids. Beach. Yeah, when we kids were. Kids
1: don't count. I'm talking about full-grown adults. Do not need flapjacks dude, when, on a plane. Dude, when our that grand, badly. when
0: Pop would, like, come and bring us flapjacks from McDonald's like the day we had to go back from either West Virginia or um North Myr- like North Myrtle Beach the only it was sad because we were leaving but he would make it up by getting us those flapjacks and then I
1: got to say I've never had McDonald's flapjacks but I kind of want to try know, them now You know you
0: I think it's worth one experience you know I wouldn't do Burger King flapjacks but I would do McDonald's flapjacks
1: Unfortunately, I have had that pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but That's a no-go. You know no, what I want to do one time? One month, we should do a food podcast instead of a movie podcast where we just try food. Like, shitty fast food. Not good food. Like, fast food food. Like, we should rate all the new chicken sandwiches that are out. Bojangles has a new sandwich. I actually like McDonald's has new sandwiches. I don't like it. Uh, oh, Zaxby's like. has a new chicken sandwich. I adore. Popeye's has a new chicken sandwich. I have tried. Like, there's this. we need, Zaxby's even has a chicken sandwich. Like, you're, we have he, to try all already,
0: of them. You mentioned, you mentioned Zaxby's twice. I will? Yeah, it says you take a drink from your uh, little cup there. Yes, you did. <laughs> Sorry. No, but there's one other thing about this little makeshift, like, liver transplant thing that made my eyes almost pop out of the socket so you know how you can tell when something looks official like
1: in yeah writing.
0: he wrote it in crayon which is the most unofficial writing form you could ever say to have someone having a liver transplant
1: Hey, right let's say there was nothing classy about this whole road trip so so they
0: yeah like it was just bad so they stop at this at this Airbnb, and he gets in. He confronts Allie, and the, um, the bully – I forgot to mention his walks name. Walks
1: out in a towel.
0: Nothing but a towel. And, he, you know, they're trading for Bartoms. And you know how, he, how Jonathan Taylor Thomas gets the bully to shut up? He takes off the towel literally in front of Jessica Beale, and he's like, oh, you're – oh, oh. Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my weakness! I'm naked!
1: Yeah. Just, uh. So then Jessica Bill does him one, and she goes and takes his seat on the bus.
0: Yeah, because she finds out that the only reason why he changed his mind about doing Christmas is in New York because he's going to get a car. Yep. But there's one annoying thing that I want to also mention about this bully. He refers to him in third person like The Rock does during a wrestling pro. Oh
1: my god, oh, yeah.
0: He's like, man, the Eddie man lies. The Eddie's is I feel like somebody was like, you know who The Rock is? Yeah, who doesn't know who The Rock is? Be The Rock in this movie. <laughs> That's your talking style. Just be The Rock.
1: I wish The Rock was in this movie. Oh, it would
0: be so. Oh, I would have enjoyed it way better. Like I'm, like I'm looking at like our um, DVD collection because it's literally at, across the room from us. And I'm wa- looking at the Fast and Furious collection. I'm like, I kind of want to watch Dwayne Johnson and Fast Five tonight.
1: I just gotta know, people, fans, listeners, subscribers, people who hate us but listen to us, make fun of us. I don't care who you are. Send us an email and let us know if we should watch Jungle Cruise. I want to know, should Dude, we watch Jungle I, Cruise? I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I feel like I need to. I hear there's snakes. It's on Disney. I don't like snakes and I don't want to watch snakes.
0: It's it's free on Disney Plus now.
1: I know, but like I just need to know. Is it something I need to see? Just let us know.
0: And the only reason why is because you have a, like a insane fear of snakes.
1: There's only two things I'm afraid of in this whole world. Me. It's snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Me when I eat sugar <clears throat> and poverty.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically she takes his seat on the bus. She's mad. They kind of do, like, a little breakup. And then he rides back with the bully. And, you know, he's just sitting there like, man, you know I'm going to get her back and I'm going to get that car. Like, it's going to work out for me. And the bully's
1: like, nope, that's too good to be true. You're
0: out. Yeah, it's like... But they were, like, being buddy-buddy and everything. And it's like, wait, wasn't he trying to steal your girlfriend a minute ago? Like, why are y'all acting like so buddy-buddy?
1: Honestly, I think they both got dissed by Jessica Bill at the same time, and they were just like, bro's before hoes!
0: Yeah, but apparently he drops him off in Wisconsin, where... <sighs> the Santa K. The 5K that Santa. That was pretty
1: funny. It broke you... my heart, though.
0: Well, basically... Uh... This town has, like, this race where it's, like, all these people, runners, are dressed up as Santa. It's a $1,000 prize, which apparently is the cost of an airline ticket to New York. I'd like to know how they estimated that one. And can we talk about the race joke in this movie? Hmm. It's like they're all like Jonathan Taylor Thomas is talking to one Santa who covered him, and he's like talking about all the townspeople in it. And it's like, oh, well, you have Billy Bob as this Santa, someone as this Santa, and then you have Kenya. Oh, and there's yeah. African American running by, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas goes, Kenya? And he goes, whoa. It's just oh, like, oh, man. Lou, shut up, JTT. No, shut up, this movie. This movie was, oh. This movie's like, this movie was pure ninety-eight comedy, and like I said, it missed everything funny.
1: Somehow, that very uh, fashionable Kenyan in the slick running suit does not make it to the finish line. It's it's, it's the mayor and JTT, and JT wins by like a hair, literally. Uh, inch. And
0: and then he gets the money. He gets then, the
1: plane ticket, he gets in the cab, he's on the way to the
0: airport. And then, but before he goes to the airport, you see Eddie who got arrested by two cops who were dressed up as Christmas trees.
1: And he was like, You gotta help me, man. And he's and like, he
0: I like, nope, go to New York. <laughs> it's like bye, movie. Yeah, but basically on his way to the airport, like they find out that he he beat the mayor, and the mayor would like take his money and that he would have won and given it to unprovished families, which they...
1: No, He would, like, buy turkeys for every family who didn't have one, like, over the season. Yeah. And it's just something that he did every year to, like, give back to the community. And so then JCT feels bad, and he goes and he, to... I don't know how he got the address of the mayor. I'm sure the cab driver knew. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, how did he know where to go? But he shows up the at cab, the mayor's house. I think the
0: cab driver knew. Cause... Yeah,
1: he shows up at the mayor's he, house, I, and he's like here's the money, I just can't, you know, I can't do this, like, yeah. whatever, I'll find another way. Well, you know, this town is so small. And but... how does he, what happens after that?
0: So basically, you know, the mayor's like, oh, buddy, buddy, tries to offer him a spot and everything, and there he's like, nah, man, I gotta go home. So he calls his sister, who arranges to get him an airline ticket from Madison. Oh, right. And then the airline's like, oh, well, you don't have a photo ID, so we can't let you on the air, which... Was that a thing before 9-11? Yeah. I was like 8 when this movie came out. I mean, I'm 8. I don't need an ID. You but... gotta
1: have a photo ID to go anywhere. Well, not when you're 8. No, I mean, you know, like to go on a plane, you gotta have a photo ID. So he doesn't have photo ID, so
0: he sees this giant dog crate. And he gets in this giant dog crate and pretty much rides the plane with Marmaduke as his, as his seating buddy. And, you know, they made a dog-has-gas joke. Oh. Oh, gosh. I just... We're we're almost done talking about this movie, and I just just hate myself for watching this. I'm
1: just thinking to myself, what does this kid smell like? He's been in the desert. He's been hot and sweaty running marathons. He's got dog farts on him. Not to mention the pickle juice and everything else he's picked up along the way. I can't even imagine. I couldn't even sit next to him on a plane. Can you imagine sitting next to him on a plane? Oh, my gosh. Anyway.
0: So, basically, what happens is... Uh,
1: he finally gets makes bid it to New,
0: York. to New York. He steals a sleigh in his hometown's Christmas parade, goes up to Jessica Biel, and they rekindle, which, honestly, I feel like she should have nothing to do with him after everything he pulled... And then they go to the house, and he, like, makes them wait outside. He's like, hold on. I want to be late, because I just want to be home. And then he goes in, and his dad's like, you know, you were only a couple seconds late. Here's the car. I don't want the car. You know, I want to work on it with you, Dad. This is my Jonathan Taylor Thomas impression. How you doing? And then
1: he gives his sweater size to the
0: the new stepmom.
1: It was so sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> so this movie had its moments. <laughs> and
0: then they joined the parade after, you know, first off they were mad at him that they stole the sleigh. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I did it. I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, you know, it's okay. Come on, join the parade. It's like, no, I would have just beaten the holy crap out of this kid. Right? So that's, I'll be home for Christmas, honey. Would you recommend this movie?
1: No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> um. First off, this is a horrible movie. This is. But awful. second off, if you were a JTT fan as a kid, yes, I would recommend. Um. If you just like really bad Christmas sappy Christmas movies, it's hilarious. Like it's funny. You know. Like I would totally give it a whirl. But if you're not into stuff like that and you did not have a girl crush on JTT don't watch this movie it is that bad it's like a road trip from hell um but I don't know what about you babe would you recommend this movie
0: no <laughs> 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 this is one of the worst things I have ever it's seen. It's just
1: awful. It's awful. This
0: movie, I feel like this it movie, was, hilarious this movie was literally made around Jonathan Taylor Thomas's name to cash in on like, his popularity and his looks and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie was so bad. And I how can you like a guy like him in this movie?
1: Like He's just a despicable little crap
0: kid. Like,
1: Ugh. Yeah, but he has the whole Grinch, like, bad boy to good boy, like, change of heart. At but least, least with the Grinch, it
0: made sense. This didn't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. I mean, this movie is no Elf, okay? I'm not gonna watch this every year.
0: Are you saying that because our dog is literally watching that movie?
1: Yeah, year? but that and, like, I love Elf, and I would highly recommend that movie. It's hilarious. You know, I'm just... I watch it every year. I have an Elf t-shirt. I, that I just got, and I, I'm obsessed. I, um, I have elf makeup. I am done. I, I have my different opinion. Um, John doesn't so- like it, but I'm a Will Ferrell fan. I can't help myself. It's the most hilarious movie ever. So, numbers or reviews? Um, let's do numbers. Okay. This
0: movie was made, if you can believe this. On a thirty million dollar budget. What? Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous.
0: How much do you think it made at the end of its run?
1: Considering it was Disney, JTT, Jessica Biel, and a Christmas movie, at the end of its run in theaters, I would say sixty million.
0: Twelve point two million dollars. You're kidding! It is an official and we can do this. Wow, we this can officially official,
1: call this a bomb.
0: This was a bomb. And this movie is so <laughs> bad. Even bad movies get like Blu-ray
1: related. Yeah. This doesn't have any Oh my that gosh. Screen. That's awful. Um Okay, what was the Rotten Tomato score?
0: Oh, so you wanna hear the reviews first or just one. Well, I do have a Roger Ebert review too.
1: Just one. Roger Ebert, is it?
0: Robert, e- Robert Ebert gave the film one star. Jeez. And described the film as Pleasantville made from anti-matter, saying this film is about people who seem to be removed from a fifty sitcom so they can spread cliches, ancient jokes, dumb plotting, and empty, cheerful, sanitized gimmicks in our world and time.
1: Wow. That's a lot of hate.
0: So with that being said what would you give this as uh, review well
1: okay personally i would give this movie somewhere in the 20s maybe 21 i'm going to say rotten tomatoes gave it a 10 so what do you, what did rotten tomatoes give it
0: i'm sorry for the silence i'm really biting my lip You give it a 10. Yeah. Believe it or not, you were more brutal than Ron Tomatoes. I gave it a 23.
1: No way!
0: Saying neither parent nor child will find any merriment in this mess. Oh, wow. This movie was bad.
1: (laughs) Well, he was definitely naughty, but by the end of it, he kind of redeemed himself a little bit.
0: No, no, he did not.
1: Just a little bit. You know, I mean, he gave the money back to the mayor. And I'm sorry, I, I would have literally, I would have walked, I would have hitchhiked myself back to my dorm and I would have passed out and been like, screw the car, screw my family, screw Christmas. I'm here and I'm going to lounge by the pool until kids come back and we continue. Like, I would not have hitchhiked all the way home I have for ne- a Porsche.
0: I have never, never, I never, ever, ever, ever ever. Ever want to see something like this ever again? I never want to hear this movie's name again. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I hate that it's going to be immortalized in our episode catalog.
1: Honestly, I was wondering if I would like this movie just because I know wonder- it was a movie that well I thought was funny as a kid, but. I don't know. I was makes, 10. I was 10 years but what old. What makes me more mad
0: is, <coughs> me, is I suggested this movie for this I month.
1: know. Okay, so uh. <laughs> until next time, we hope you guys have a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And make sure that you remember what it's really all about.
0: And of course, um, tune in next week when we end our Christmas month with Dick Deck the, the Halls. Halls. I hope it's better than this.
1: I really do too.
0: <laughs> but I've always you can call Well, you know,
1: Danny DeVito. Like, you can't go wrong with Danny. Yes, and DeVito. Human
0: ter- and cyborg learning had to be human, Matthew Brockwick so <laughs> That was awful. But as always, if you want to reach out to us, we uh, have our email at flexology at at Until next week with Deck the Halls, I'm your host John. I'm April. Take it easy.